Welcome to the Stock Music Licensing Podcast, the number one resource for creating passive income selling stock music online. I'm your host, Daniel Carrizales, and I'm here to help you monetize your compositions. All right, welcome to episode 72 of the Stock Music Licensing Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you so much for being here, for all the feedback, for all the love and support. Special uh, shout out to, to my listeners in the UK. I really appreciate you for, for sharing uh, the love and spreading the word about the podcast. It really means the world to me. Uh, today, we're going to be talking about a very special uh, subject uh, dear to me, and, and I really want to uh, dive deeper into this uh, aspect of uh, music composition, which is writer's block and and how to overcome it, and why I don't believe in writer's block. So it's going to be a very interesting topic to talk about, and I would like to know uh, what your thoughts are when it comes down to writer's block. Have you experienced writer's block, and, and what's your take on it, and how do you overcome it? How do you fight it? If you have ever gone through something like writer's block, which, by the way, to me is just a myth. It doesn't exist. Uh, but we will get into it uh, more uh, deep into this uh, subject, into the program. But before we get into the content of this episode, as always, this episode is brought to you by Stock Music Licensing Academy. If you would like to learn more about how to earn money selling stock music online, go to stockmusiclicensing.com click Academy and go and check out the Ultimate Stock Music Masterclass. Go and read all the testimonials of all the hundreds of students who have already gone through the course and seen success. Again, if you would like to learn how to monetize your compositions, go to stockmusiclicensing.com and click Academy. Now, let's dive right into the content of this episode. So, so what really is writer's block? And uh, <laughs> It's just one of those things that we creators come uh, to, to know or, or to face, if you will, from time to time, uh, different aspects of, um, of the creating process. It writer's blocks is very, it's a very common um, term being thrown out there, uh, not only for people that write books, of course, but you know, as well for us composers. We don't write with letters, but we write with music, with musical notes, so we face the same... Um, uh, Fear, if you will. Uh, how do you co- combat uh, writer's block as a composer, really? And uh, there is certain strategies that you can do in order to com- to combat uh, writer's block. And I can tell you in my experience what has worked for me, and and what really does it mean to to <laughs> to be experiencing writer's block, and why I believe that is a myth. So, uh, the number one thing will be. Uh, to acknowledge that you are experiencing writer's block because you're afraid. So fear is a real thing. And uh, and it's good to identify fear as being one of the, the main uh, motives for, for you experiencing writer's block. Uh, writer's block, really, what it means is that you are afraid that somebody's going to judge your, your music. Somebody's going to judge what you have written. Somebody's going to reject your music. So that's a real fear, and that's why you might be experiencing writer's block because you don't know what to write because you're afraid of rejection. You're afraid of uh, somebody criticizing your work, uh, or you are afraid that even if your music tracks get accepted and, and pass the review, uh, it might not sell. Okay, that's a that's a real fear. So so fear is real. Understanding that fear is real, and you can uh, overcome fear. 
And if you can overcome fear, you can overcome writer's block. Because one of the main factors for, for experiencing writer's block is pretty much having fear. Okay? That struggle, uh, you know, that idea of you writing something that is going to be judged by others. It's going to be judged in the marketplace for sure by clients and customers if they don't buy your music or if it's not good enough. And, and that's a real uh, deal for us, for musicians and composers. We're exposed uh, to fear on a constant basis because uh, once you create something, once you create anything really, and you put it into the world, then uh, there's real fear for rejection. There's real fear for somebody criticizing our, our work. And, and that could be paralyzing for sure. And uh, that's why you might be experiencing that uh, what we call writer's blog, really. But if you're not afraid of criticism, if you're not afraid of rejection, then you just focus on what's important, which is just writing. And and I know that might, seem, <laughs> it might sound like it's something that is very simple, but the best way to approach this is just to really sit down and write. That's pretty much the cure in a nutshell. If you are going to switch off right now from this uh, uh, podcast episode, uh, pretty much in a nutshell is the, the only way to, uh, to the cure to writer's blog is to just write more music and simply by sitting down and writing. So, so that's the cure in itself because it's the only way that it's going to get you through the other side. And, and it doesn't matter what you're writing, really, what you're composing. What matters is the act of writing and, and, comp- and composing the music. Another aspect as well of uh, writer's blog and, and if you can identify this uh, aspect of trying to aim for perfection, it's another uh, common uh, thing when, when somebody's experiencing a writer's block because you're aiming for perfection. And perfection doesn't exist, okay? And nothing that you do is perfect, nothing. And even if you do the perfect track today, the perfect music composition today, tomorrow, it can be better, because you are always learning, you're always growing, you're always getting better at your craft. So even if it's something that you consider perfect today, in a year's time, you will have progress and you will be doing something else that is way better than what you did today. So aiming for perfection is, is a killer. And unfortunately for us, uh, we live in a world where you know everything is Instagram. Everything, uh, Instagram, like I mean, like everything is, uh, you know, posting, uh, Instagram ready, or everything is very curated. That's what I'm looking for here. And everybody's aiming for, for perfection when it comes down to not only lifestyle, but as well uh, looks and, uh, 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 you know, power, uh, status. Status plays a big role in society. So, But aiming for perfection as a musician with your compositions is, is, a, is a dream killer, really, because it's not going to be perfect. Now, I'm not saying that you should write something that is uh, mediocre uh, or something that is uh, really bad and you just say like well it, it cannot be perfect so I'm just going to compose whatever I'm just saying that don't aim for perfection okay because perfection is what's going to uh, keep you uh, there in, in the writer's block uh, mentality or belief because you're so paralyzed by number one fear now you're aiming for composing the perfect music tracks which, which it doesn't exist perfection doesn't really exist we're humans Okay, so try to write the perfect music track. It just leads, you know, to it just paralyzes you because you just don't know where to begin, let alone how to finish it. Okay, that's why you're not writing anything because it's better not to face that fear 
and it's better not to face uh, and to aim for perfection. If you if you manage to get over the fear of, of writing and composing, and now you want to compose, and now you're in a stage of well, I uh, it better be perfect. Otherwise, what's the point? So aiming for perfection is another common thing well, that writers' blogs uh, experience or writers' blogs, um, uh, composers that really experience writers' blog uh, have to face. Another thing that uh, people that experience writers' blog is the fact that you are being very uh, critical about your work, okay? Self-criticism, okay? We are our own worst critic. And, and we don't allow our ideas to flourish. We really just start writing something and then we just kill it immediately because, again, we're aiming for perfection. And, and this is a, another a dream killer. This is uh, what I call, um, you need to, this is what I call you uh, the adult uh, brain. Now, you're not thinking like a kid, you know, but when we're composing music, you need to think that it's, it's playing music. There's a reason why it's called playing music, playing an instrument. You're supposed to play. You're supposed to enjoy it. It's supposed to be fun. But we are our worst critic, and uh, we we tend to self-criticize our work before it's even completed. Yeah. Before it's even materialized, the first few chords or the first few melodies, we are already criticizing it because it doesn't sound the way it should. And uh, there is something to say about this, that the more you write the better you will get, and the bad ideas, you will get rid of the bad ideas really fast. But uh, being so uh, analytical about your own work, it means that you probably are not writing enough. Because, again, the cure to writer's block is to write more and to just simply write. So the more you compose, the more you write music, the better you will get. And the, the ideas, the bad ideas will just uh, vanish. And uh, you will get rid of the fat, if you will. You just get to the core of uh, what you really want to write. And that's why out of 10 tracks, probably two of them are really good. And the rest are just, you know, you were just aiming for that idea. But that doesn't mean that the other uh, tracks, the rest of them, the other eight tracks, that doesn't mean that they're complete rubbish. It doesn't mean that you should erase them from your hard drive. It just means that they're not what they should be or what they could have been. And that's why you wrote so much in order to get to those two, which are really, really good. And they are uh, like an exception, if you will, in your in your writing process. But the, the rest are, are perfectly fine. Okay? So understand that as well. Don't be your worst critic. And uh, the uh, another thing that is really real when it comes down to writer's blog or people that experience writer's blog, which again is a myth, if you understand the, the process and if you understand... Uh, these concepts that we're talking about here. Uh, and, but the last thing that I will say when it comes down to writer's blog is the external pressure. That's something that as well is very real and, and it comes down again to fear. But external pressure comes from from somebody else expecting some something from you, okay? Somebody is expecting something from you, all right? In this case, you are a composer for stock libraries, so there's no real pressure because nobody's really expecting you to compose anything. But yet you still have the pressure of writing that perfect music track. So why are you experiencing ex external pressure? That's a good question. 
where is the external pressure coming from? I mean, we're not back at school, so the teachers is not expecting some homework from you or your parents. But uh, external pressure is a, is a real thing because you might, you might have high expectations of your music and maybe the pressure is not external, but maybe the pressure is from within. But then again, you might be uh, feeling some type of external pressure uh, from your spouse, maybe, or from your friends, from your peer group, from other composers. Not necessarily that they're expecting you to succeed, but you maybe be perceiving this as an external pressure. Okay, for me, external pressure back in the day was just the fact that you know I didn't want to let my my family down or my wife down when it came down to my ability to make music and to earn money like that, uh, they weren't directly giving me the pressure or my wife wasn't saying to me, like, you better compose this music track and make some money with it. Uh, but it was something that was a kind of self-imposed, if you will. So external pressure is, is a real um, factor when it comes down to, to writer's block. And that's something that we experience as musicians, as artists. And, and you might be believing as well that you need to to create the perfect music track, but you're not creating it because uh, your expectations are just way too high. So, and I'm not saying that you shouldn't have high expectations. You should have high expectations of your music, but at the same time, you will never know what those expectations are or can you meet them if you never write. So that's why you have to write a lot. You have to really uh, compose a lot of music in order to get to that perfect track and, and get rid of all of the bad ideas that you have inside your your head and creativity really is just a, a daily work. It's a practice. I see it as something that is, uh, it's almost like meditation, but at the same time, it's, it's a challenge, but it's fun. It's a, it's a playful thing. So for me to compose music is something that is, is fun. I don't see it as, uh, it's just rock and roll, really. Because in the back in the day, when I was taking it so serious, I will experience this, 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 these things that I'm telling you here, fear, aiming for perfection, self-criticism, external pressure, which really translates into writer's block. Writer's block uh, can be really overcome by just writing more music. As simple as that, anything. If you build enough momentum, you can just overcome pretty much anything. That's the way you have to visualize the, write, the writing process and the, the process of composition. A music composition is a practice. So if you are writing music, you better write. Uh, for us, that we compose music, we need to compose music on a regular basis. And that's something that you should be enjoying. So never forget that. I mean, if you were a writer who was writing novels, you will need to sit down and, and start writing, start typing away, and, and a lot, actually, in order to really create something that is considered good. Uh, but it is something that is really fascinating to me when a lot of uh, composers and musicians come to, to music licensing into stock libraries and they, they have no idea how to write or they're, they're really paralyzed by this fear of aiming for perfection. They're really self-sabotaging their own work because they're, they're too much in their head and they always think that something outside of them is going to bring them this magical idea of how to compose a perfect music track. And uh, there's a lot to say about this, that the best way to really get better at something is just by doing it, okay? So you really need to sit down, really compose that music track today, whatever it is, just make it fun. 
Okay, and if you don't have the skill to write a certain track that you wish you could you could、uh, write, then you need to learn. You need to go back to homework. You need to go back to that stage of of learning how to write a particular music track in a particular genre. But that doesn't mean that you're not going to be writing today. So you need to write something because you are a composer, you're a musician, so you already know how music works. But at the same time, you need to be always learning.、Uh, but you need to be、uh, practicing on your craft today. You cannot put everything、uh, on the side and say, "Hey, I'm I'm still a student." Of, of music, okay. I'm still a student of music composition because one day I will write the perfect music track. You need to start writing right now with whatever skills and whatever、uh, level you have of music composition. You need to put that into practice in order to get to where you want to be. Okay, so practice is the name of the game. Sitting down and、uh, with your DAW, regardless of the DAW that you have. If you like to use templates. Use templates. If you like to not use templates, don't use templates.、Uh, for example, I don't use templates when I'm composing music. I always open my DAW and it's an empty canvas. It might seem counterproductive,、um, but、uh, I don't know how this process is going to start. And and I want to have、um, I want to have a process of of creativity before I decide what what's the first instrument. Okay, and I don't want to have a template with. Already, those instruments are there. Even though I might end up using the same kind of instruments,、uh, I don't like to work with templates. But that's just on the side note. You, for you, it might be a better idea to actually have a template, so you can actually、uh, work faster and get rid of a lot of indecisions、um, when it comes down to the composition process. So again, thank you so much for for listening to this episode. Thank you so much for all the love and support. Thank you for、uh, subscribing to the podcast. Share this podcast with somebody that might benefit from this、um, episodes, and you know, for anybody that wants to learn about、uh, music licensing and stock libraries in general,、uh, I really appreciate you. I really appreciate your time. Thank you so much for all the love and support. And as always, rock and roll, and here's to your success.